So I'm here at spring retreat because I couldn't make it to the fall retreat. It's two weeks before my husband, before retreat, my husband committed suicide. And I'm walking through my healing process right now. Being here at instructor training, it's bringing me so much peace. And it's such a huge part of my healing. And of course I had to battle the, you can't do this now, it's too soon. You didn't give yourself enough time to grieve. You didn't give yourself enough time to do this. And what about your kids? And, and I just said, no, I made a promise to God that I'm not gonna quit. I don't know what he's going to do now. All my plans have been kind of washed away, but I know that God is with me and God will, he'll, he'll show me what he wants me to do next. And every day at instructor training, I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to God. I'm becoming more of his beloved daughter. I'm getting rid of some of the shame and stigma that comes along with being a su suicide survivor. Something that we don't, people don't talk about. I'm trying to work, I'm still working through it and I'll be working through it the rest of my life. But I know being here and keeping focused on God is what's gonna help get me and other people who may be going through the same thing as I am. It's going to get us to the other side of this, of this darkness. I came here now because I told God I would. And it's just a step by step, day by day walk of faith. And you know, we're always told that it's the trials in life that test our faith. And we, we hear that a lot, but it's not until you really go through something like this that you know how much faith you have. And this is also showing me how much faith I have because I didn't think I did. And I didn't think I could, but I know I'm, I'm here because of my faith. And I know I'm here because God is near to the brokenhearted, just like he promises. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and I want to thank Lynn right there for sharing her very raw and real testimony of how God used uh, instructor training for her in her life. And that's a heavy start to this to today's um, podcast. But honestly, what I'm going to be talking about today is a heavy issue. And you know, one of the things we talk about is losing what weighs you down, so you can love God, yourself, and others. That's really, it's not about the weight. It's not about the food. It it does play a role. So hear me when I say, all of that matters, and it's good. Those are good things. When we keep doing the thing we don't want to do, right? When we keep repeating patterns, when we feel stuck in our mind, in, then we will be stuck in our bodies. And our bodies have bad news stuck in them. 
And today I'm going to be talking about the concept of forgiveness. I'm actually going to help you train forgiveness. And I honestly feel that if this is something that you begin to exercise daily in your life, as much as you do eating green things and moving your body and trying to, you know, not be on your phone too much, all these things that we know are not healthy for us if too much, it, it it won't make a difference unless these deeper places in us are freed up. You know we're about freedom here. I say it a lot, freedom. It is the, the, the battle for which I was born was for freedom, for my own freedom, for my family's freedom. Uh, generations will change because my, my freedom has come, my, my day has come. And I want nothing more than to see those who say Christ is the way, the truth, and the life to actually have life, to feel life coursing through their veins. And you know what that means, friends? That we will also need to be aware of suffering, to not be ashamed of our suffering, to not be that when we feel hurt, that we don't actually collapse in on ourselves, that we can actually do something with our hurt. And that's honestly why this, I'm passionate about this forgiveness training. It's not the same as saying, I'm sorry. Uh, I think we, we live in a culture where, you know, we, we just kind of mow over the top, put a Band-Aid on it, sweep it under the rug, and we think, well, that's good. And, and, and we, we, we say, I've, I've forgiven him. I've let, him go. I've let go. But yet we're still stuck. We still judge another. We still feel guarded with our hearts. We feel heavy. We don't feel the abundant life, the John 10, 10 life. And that is what Jesus died to give us. And we got to go after it. So this act of humbling ourselves and moving towards forgiveness. And as Lynn opens with today of sharing how God is using this ministry and just basically using the, bringing her back to her whole self in spite of a very traumatic thing she went through. There's forgiveness involved in all directions. <laughs> I could almost cry just thinking about it because I realize it's a high call. And here's the thing. Jesus himself has a high call on forgiveness. He even says it in Matthew or Mark eleven twenty five. But if you will not release forgiveness, don't expect your father in heaven to release you from your misdeeds, to forgive you. I find if you want to get into war with God, if you want to have a standoff, a toe-to-toe, a face-to-face with God and get nowhere, don't forgive. (laughs) Now, it's not the same. I I, I don't have time today to go into all the aspects of forgiveness because it is a big subject. Here's what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to just forgive and then think that you will forget. Um, God will forget. Our minds are not meant to forget. They're made to be renewed. God forgets. God goes as far as the east is to the west. Now, your flesh, your carnal living, the life that you're living in will set you up to trigger you back into fear, back into holding that resentment or that uh, that wall against them to protect yourself. So forget, forgetting is, is you know, <laughs> God takes our pain and transforms it into something that we can say, yeah, that hurt, but I don't remember how much it hurt. I remember the hurt, but I don't remember the gravity of the hurt anymore. I no longer cave in on myself because God has come and filled me with himself. He's filled the cavern, the place where I kind of would 
avoid because I was afraid of the pit of pain and falling into it. Now, forgiveness has all ranges of, of, of tones and texture and color. It can be as small as just forgiving someone who said they were going to do something and, you know, pick you up on and they didn't pick you up on time and you missed an appointment and you're really frustrated with them. You know, forgiveness is available there too. And forgiveness can go all the way to the depths of despair, of rejection, of, of trauma where things just didn't go the way they should of in a life of peace and wholeness. So everyone is on the table for forgiveness. Everyone will need to forgive it and everyone is going to need it. I really think that's what Jesus is saying at the end of the day. Everyone is going to need to give this and everyone is going to need to receive it. It's this free way of love moving in both directions all the time. And that is the key to the abundant life, the John 10, 10 life. There's no obstacles in your way. You're just flowing. You're loving God and loving people. You can go forward. You can go backwards. You can go up the hill, down the hill, high valleys, low valleys, winding roads. You're just like, it is a free, spacious place inside God's heart where we don't have to run from pain or be afraid of letting someone go who has hurt you. So what we have for you today, and probably should open with this, is I, today, we have a free download for you. I've talked about forgiveness, and there's kind of some steps. There's not a formula, but I feel like I, this was all new to me when this was introduced to me, actually by a counselor, and then I've kind of worked it over the years and, and shifted some things in it to just kind of give it a little more uh, robust for uh, application to my life um but i never i i grew up hearing i'm sorry or you know what actually i never grew up hearing i'm sorry i can't even remember it was my, my mom never heard i'm sorry from her mom and from her mom like there's a lot of pride there was always why we had to prove we were right um and so hearing i'm sorry growing up as a child for me was very limited maybe once or twice and even then it was just i'm sorry um the forgiveness is heart work forgiveness is a heart it's like doing surgery on your heart as well as someone else's i'm telling you i'm so excited about this i want you to download this look in the show notes here it's available on our website by the way if you go to our website we now have a tab titled freebies you can go there and get get it connect with all the free stuff we have we have more free stuff coming all the time and we're we're gonna um, archive a lot of it for you but you can always check out what we, we want to serve you. We want you to know that this holistic gospel is being trained here and, and then you'd have tools to continue to train it in your homes. Start in your home. Start in your, your home. People that cross your threshold every day. Those are intimate places. You let people in your house. They're in your home. They're probably in your heart. You love them in some way. And then they probably bug the poop out of you in many ways too. They irritate you. Welcome to faith. Welcome to walking in community in the in loving God. So download this training. You can stop right now even. Stop this podcast, go download it, print it out. I'm really excited because we're just I'm just gonna hit these uh, steps of kind of training forgiveness. And I'm actually probably gonna at the end edit in a little uh, a little interaction with me, my son and I as we are talking about, um, we're just going to exemplify forgiveness. I actually have something that I need to ask for his forgiveness for. <laughs> Good times. Always something to train and work on in my heart. Um, before I go again, I want to make sure you know instructor training is starting. 
August 20th. It's coming up. This really is. <laughs> you are a fitness teacher. Every one of you. Fitness. Don't think of it as I'm going to go start a, a strength training class three times a week and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. No, you're just going to exercise your heart, mind, soul, and strength integrated, coherent together every day of your life and your body gets to say in it, your mind, your heart, your emotions, all this stuff. I, I almost wish sometimes God didn't call it fitness training, but he won't let us all. It is fitness training. And what will happen is you'll get trained up in wholeness and then it'll just spread and be contagious to other people in your life. This is discipleship. This is how it works. This is being a disciple. You get discipled disciplined loved by God which his discipline is loving it is his kindness that leads us to repentance to want to do it differently to want to think differently to want to have different appetites and longings and when we do that others take notice so get into instructor training if you're interested platoon 21 is enrolling it will close in about four more weeks so don't miss out if this is your time go to the website you can click on the show notes again and download a packet all right, so you should have some time. You've downloaded your, it's like a three-page document. You have it in front of you. And um, let's talk about the steps real quick, okay? We're just going to go over it. I just want you to hear my voice. Um, I, I wrote uh, a lot of context with it, so you can read um, as well on the, um, the download. You'll see just, whoops, hold on a second. I got some background noise. You'll see um, some other things. That will kind of give you, you know, just set up, set up the the conversation for forgiveness. Uh, getting insight to our own heart, because it is other people that help to shift me. Other people, community shifts me. Uh, it's Ephesians four uh, thirty in the Passion Translation. Here's what it says. The Holy Spirit of God has sealed you in Jesus Christ until you experience your full salvation. So never grieve the Spirit of God or take for granted His holy influence in your life. Lay aside bitter words, temper tantrums, revenge, profanity, and insults, but instead be kind and affectionate towards one another. Has God graciously forgiven you? Then graciously forgive one another in the depths of Christ's love. This, this forgiveness, you know, when Paul prays in Ephesians that we would know the height, the width, the depth. He just prays, man, I wish you would know this love of God, how big it is. This forgiveness, <laughs> it, it gives us the ability to go deep into our own hearts and into the heart of God. And that's where transformation takes place, everyone. That's why, and I'm sorry, it's kind of a speed bump. It, it, it will, it's kind, that's nice, but it's not going to change you and it's not going to change the other person. Here's what I promise you. If you are looking for change, for, for things to shift, for the atmosphere, for the temperature to shift in your home, it just feels blah, heavy, not fun, not kind, begin this. This is Jedi work in the Holy Spirit, everyone. This is how. This is Kung Fu for Jesus right here. <laughs> but you got to go first. Showing people how forgiveness looks. It's serving them the gospel. So the first thing you're going to do when somebody has done something to you and you feel offense. So it's good to feel offense. Please. I'm not asking you to not feel. You're going to feel offended in life. It's ridiculous. 
This is why people take painkillers because they don't want to feel anything anymore. You will feel offense. You're going to feel bad. That's what I'm telling my kids. It's not bad to feel bad. It doesn't mean you are bad. It's just look at me being human. Jesus suffered. He felt the depth and the weight of feeling bad. But he, what did he do with it? So when you feel bad, when someone has said something or done something, uh, the, 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 what, and, and you get into some type of spar, there's something that happens. You get stuck with them. You get snagged with them in some way. Um, first thing you're going to do is seek God. Just take some time. Sit down and breathe. It is to stop thinking about your own pain and go, okay, God, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to seek you. And you do need to lower your pain and kind of surrender it. If you just go to God and talk about your pain and talk about your pain, like he's listening, but it, he wants to speak to you about the pain, which requires, that's why we have two ears and one mouth, less mouth, more ears. <laughs> I'm done talking about my pain, God. I'm going to open my two ears to hear from you. So you seek God. That's why it is okay if this takes time. A lot of I, I talk about that in the notes. Sometimes we feel like we have to rush and hurry because we need everyone to be okay with us as fast as possible. We need to be okay with everyone as fast as possible. My daughter has a tendency to do that. And I tell her, Sophia, it's okay. It's, it just needs to take some time. And this is where trust that the, that the person is being met by the, my, by the Lord, even if they don't even know the Lord. But we can trust that God is doing something in us and it can spin and turn something to do something in them. So first you seek God. Get quiet. Get prayerful. Read the word. Submit your heart. Humble your heart. Say, God, I know I'm a prideful person. I know that I only see in part. I know that this pain is becoming bigger than you. We just humble our heart and seek God. Once we've done that, and we get kind of an awareness of where we are, what will probably happen most often is the Lord will show you some way that you participated with the hurt, with the pain. It takes two to tango. Now, not all the, there are times that you are just full-blown offend, like it comes out of nowhere. You get gut punch, sucker punch. You didn't even see it coming. Even then, <laughs> seek God. And now the next step is when you know you have an altercation with someone else and you're stuck or snagging, you really want relationship with this person. We always want relationship in the end. We, as, as, as Jesus says, the, the gospels say, do everything you can to live at peace with one another. That's a humble thing to do everything we can. I, I live and I die by that just to do whatever I can to seek peace with one another. So that's your next step is go seek God. Seek the other person. Seek them out. And I say this in the note. It doesn't, don't, no texting or emailing. They need to see you face to face if possible. You know, our face has this wonderful way. The way we, we, we squish our eyes when they smile. Or the way um, we can furrow our brow or soften our jaw. Our face tells a lot of story. So they need to see it and, and to hear your voice, hear the, the reflection, how it's not always what you say, it's how you say it. Amen. I'm saying that to my kids a lot. It's not, and I'm guilty of that. I, I can say something, a good message delivered in a really bad package. So seek the other, find some time. The next thing you're going to do is set an intention. And when, let's say, okay, I seek them out. And let's say I can't get person to person, but we can at least talk on the phone so they can hear my voice. 
um, my first words to them, which they might not even be expecting my phone call because they could be pretty upset with me. They probably, right? Because two people can build two fortresses. You have some type of disagreement and you split, divide, and build and conquer. That's what, that's what our flesh does. Instead of, no, I'm going to seek to live at peace, reconciliation, believe the best, love endures all things, believes all things, hopes all things. Like 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind. Now this does not mean keep returning to a dog like it's vomit. If you keep getting abused or hurt, that's a whole nother teaching. This is I am pressing into relationship that is forming and building towards health. I'm leaning into that for my own life and hopefully for them as well. You want to set the intention once you're face-to-face. So it looks something like this. You know, I um, would really like to ask for your forgiveness. Those words right there, I promise you, will disarm someone right away. Those are not commonly heard words. Can I get an amen? I would like, I would really like to ask for your forgiveness. I mean, right there. You might as well bow to one knee and kiss the ring on their finger. You really might as well. And it's a beautiful picture of the gospel. And I'm crying because <laughs> it's not easy to do. <laughs> Arr, the last thing I want to do when my husband has hurt me or said something that he didn't mean, but it hurt, is go bow and kiss a ring. <laughs> and again, in healthy context, to set that intention, I would like to ask and seek your forgiveness. I'm telling you. You get through these three steps, you're on your way. You can you can just step back and let the Holy Spirit do the rest, right? Because we know once our hearts are kind of, oh, then, then things can happen. The fourth thing is you want to seek forgiveness. At that point, it would be letting them know, okay, here's what um, I need to ask forgiveness for. So you're, you're um, basically saying what this is where I need to ask for forgiveness. And so I'll, I'm going to exemplify this at the end with my son, Hopefully, if he comes and wakes up and does this with me, <laughs> um, you just, just let him know what you are seeking. Where did God, what did God expose to you? Uh, again, download and read through because there's ways to do this because this is where things could actually get kind of off the rails because it is not about them. It is about you. You got to keep, you really got to just take a breath, exhale and go deep into the water. And relax because your flesh is going to want to try and push back on them and say, what could sometimes it turns out, well, when you did this, I did this. And I really need to ask for your forgiveness for doing that. Do you see what happened there? You set them back up when you did this. No, 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 don't nothing about them. You know, I heard my heart heard that you were upset with me and I felt I felt like I had failed you. And in failing you, I freaked out. Whatever it is, just keep it about you. I heard. And this, for me, um, I received it this way. It has, you have to continue to release them. Be like, I'm, I'm coming because this is things I'm work. This is something I'm working on in me. So when you seek the forgiveness, that's you just kind of saying, here's what I'm asking for forgiveness for. The fifth step is to seek understanding. I hope you're writing this all down, you guys. Or go download, go go download. Seek understanding. So this is a big, this is where it's beautiful. Because you could end it right there, right? I mean, we could end it at step three. Just say, I'd like to ask for forgiveness. That could be it. But now you're saying, why? 
putting yourself out there and vulnerability. And then the fifth thing is to say when, and then probably they're going to go, it's okay, it's okay. Or, you know, like they won't know what to do because this will disarm a lot of pride. I promise you. Uh, they might want to even rush and hurry, but I would t- encourage you to slow down. And then the next thing is you can ask, when I did that, how did it make you feel? Selah. How powerful is that? When I did that, when I, when I got big, when I slammed the door, when I, when I said those words, how did that make you feel? And then friends, again, relax, breathe, and let the Holy Spirit cover you. It's going to hurt. When you hear how your brokenness broke someone else, it hurts. But what it does is that is the heart surgery. That's where the Holy Spirit goes in and tinkers things around and he cuts away at the plaque in your artery and he pulls it out so you can now feel and be alive to your need for Christ, (laughs) your brokenness and how he saves and his grace transforms us. And I'm telling you, no, you can go read 20 more self-help books on whatever the subject matter is. But when you begin to hear the information back from someone you love, huh, your kids, it will do a work in you that you can go study and take a seminar on, but you just need to say, wow, there it is. That is what happens when I do that. This is how they feel. Oof. Oof. Transformation. The sixth step, we just go one more step further. Not just how did that make you feel, but then once they've let, and you just let them talk. You don't butt in and go, but you just, just at two ears closed mouth listen breathe 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 do your mental (laughs) all your be still and be loved do it do it because you're being loved because you're being disciplined you're hearing from someone who really loves you that wants you hopefully to hear the truth of what happens when we believe a sin or believe a lie sixth thing is you can ask for feedback And you say, how could I do that better next time when we're in this situation? Next time, how could I do it better? And this one they might struggle with. They might not even know. They really might just say, well, just don't do that. (laughs) And it's okay. Don't pressure them. Like, just give them a place to give you feedback. This is transformation. You'll get feedback. Ask your kids. You get lots of feedback. And then finally, you can officially ask for forgiveness. Then, Then at that point, you say, would you forgive me, right? Because back in step four, when you're seeking forgiveness, you're, you're saying, or, or back in step three, I would like to ask for your forgiveness for blah, 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 and letting him know what you did. But then to finally say, will you please forgive me? After you really are just letting him vomit. And I know that doesn't sound fun. And I know that's not popular in today's culture. I know it's not popular because everyone's busy trying to defend themselves and build platforms and say, Say something to rah, rah, rah you up. And I'm for the rah, rah, rah. But I'm also for you getting raw. <laughs> getting cut away the callus to the, get to the raw places where you can feel again and get free. And not just then you get free, but it will set them free. Do you understand that when you ask for forgiveness for someone, you get free from whatever sin that has entangled you with them and it sets them free. Now, maybe things need to shift in your relationship afterwards. Maybe there's some dynamics or some change, maybe. And that's okay. It does not mean, I need you to hear me say, it doesn't mean 
you're going to be best friends for the rest of your life, that things will, will you know, um, in friendship, that things are going to be better. I believe in marriage. If two people are committed to continue to press in and on, absolutely things will get better. It's just hard when friendships, um, co-workers, relationships that aren't covenant, in the end, everyone gets to make a choice whether they'll choose to grow in depth with you. And that's a place where you have to live free to trust God, to say, God, whether abounding or abasing, you give and you take away, you're good. And your heart is free to worship God and love people. All right. At the end of asking for forgiveness, I, I wrote down in, in the, in the uh, download that the nice words to say is you are forgiven and you are free. For that person to look at you and just say, you're forgiven, you're free. You're free. How, how amazing are those words? It really is channeling Christ in, so, through someone else's embodiment to say, you're free. You're free with me. I know you're not perfect. And I, I see you trying. Man, that just... That, that is integrity of heart. That is blamelessness. That is purity of heart. Those people change the world. Change the world. There's nothing that the world can bring against them that can destroy them. Because they see everything as an opportunity for feedback, to grow, not to be ensnared or trapped by the pain of another. <sighs> Graciously forgive one another in the depths of Christ's love. All right. I hope this blessed you. I'm going to flip over. I'm going to actually go wake up my son, come back, and we're going to do a little sample for you. Um, if you have any questions on this, uh, go ahead and feel free to um, email info at revelationwellness.org. Or better yet, we encourage you, become a partner with us. <laughs> Again, we're going to be serving you every month. Um, become a partner with us. Then you get back into our private Facebook page and we answer questions all the time there. We train. We train, train, train in godliness. Physical training has some value, but godliness. And we do talk to the pain in your body. You know, realizing, like I said at the very beginning, you've got to be aware of, oh my gosh, I'm hurt in my heart. I can feel the pain. I'm clenching my jaw. I am stressed. I feel stuck. Whatever it is, then what, what do we do with that? That's where we train the godliness part. All right, friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Um, also, don't forget, Rev on the Road, Nashville, Tennessee. I'm coming live to Nashville, Tennessee. Come hang out with me at Rev on the Road. Uh, two days of goodness. JJ Heller is going to be there live with me doing Friday night worship. We'll do a little Rev on the mat. And then Saturday, some goodness, more Rev fitness. Um, I'm telling you, more in-person stuff. we got to do stuff in person. Grateful for the podcast. But if we can get you find a community, go to the website, find an instructor, get in live community, or I'll see you back in Facebook. Thanks, you guys. All right, hang out. Get ready to hear my son as I ask for his forgiveness. Okay, so um, Jack, I would like to ask your forgiveness for something. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so the other night when we came home from Disneyland <clears throat> and we got locked out of the house, I was not kind to you. I think I was looking for someone to blame and I was just not kind. I was grumpy and yucky 
that's not who I want to be to you. Um, so, do you remember that? Yes, it was two days ago. <laughs> How did it make you feel? Um, more panicked than anything. Uh, I, I, I didn't take offense to it. I mean, it's a hard situation to be in, but um, it wasn't great. But yeah. It was fine. <sighs> um, what can I do better next time if I if I did it over? Um, I know it's hard, but maybe like with a smile, but it, it makes sense that you're grumpy in the situation we were in. I mean, it was like 10 at night mm -hmm. when we locked out, but um, maybe smiling or something. I don't know. Yeah, you told me that a while ago, and I'm still working on it, but I think it's totally possible to say things with a smile. So thank you for that. Um, will you forgive me? Yes. <laughs> oh wait, the same. Will you say my favorite thing? You are forgiven and free. <laughs> I like to be told I'm free. Well, that sort of goes along with the word. You're, you're forgiven. forgiven. But no one says don't... that. It's just like, no, you're still, you're not free yet. <laughs> just... You're forgiven, but you're still well, some people do. It's possible to for, say, I forgive you. you and that's like a negative. Like a... Well, I'm glad you know that because we are all about freedom. So you're free. Okay. Okay. Anything else? No. Okay. I love you. Thank you. <laughs>